behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann. Lead stories in your Herald for today, the 27th of October 2021. From the front page, truck driver attacked hours after illegal immigrant memos signed. Hours after a memorandum was signed, seemingly putting an end to protest by truck drivers in the Eastern Cape, a trucker transporting manganese was forced off the road by armed assailants in Markman. And lead story on the front page of today's Herald, gloves come off in battle for the Bay. No punches were pulled last night as Nelson Mandela Bay party representatives went head to head in a battle to convince the public to vote for them in next week's municipal election. And that'll be the subject of today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Each one of us has a story to tell and a story to share. A story that deserves to be heard. A story that inspires, motivates, and gives people a reason to keep going. A story about our triumphs as individuals and as a team. A story about our humble beginnings and what the future holds for us. A story about our heritage and that which brings us together. It is these stories that connect us. The Herald. Whatever you live for, we live to tell that story for you. Catching up with a few more of the political parties taking part in the municipal government elections coming up on the 1st of November. We start by chatting to the mayoral candidate for the UDM, Mr. Lukolo Namete. Mr. Namete, if we could start by asking you what the main points are in the UDM's manifesto as you see it. Yes, one, the UDM is uh, clear to say that uh, in this upcoming election, uh, the councillors of the UDM must put people's uh, first under three pillars of our beloved organisation. Prosperity, dignity, we are prepared that uh, we, we, we are going to put people first. But we are saying uh, that uh, let us stimulate the local economy to ensure that uh, our economy in the metro grows and also we provide a chance uh, to grow the SMMEs that are, that are here in Nelson Mandela. Number two, we are saying that. Uh, uh, let us clean our areas. Let's make sure that uh, uh, illic- we eradicate illegal dumping and also uh, we, we invest in terms of buying trucks that uh, that uh, will are going to to take rubbish uh, in our in our communities. And also we we are saying that let us create uh, more jobs. Uh, by investing in our youth, create uh, job opportunities, making them uh, to to be aware of uh, their things that are co-ops, train them, generate uh, waste into money. Uh, And also we are saying that uh, in terms of security, we must work with all stakeholders, such as your South African police service, your your metropolis, your security cluster, and also we create, we work with a community policing forum. We create neighborhood watches 
so that uh, there won't be loneliness in our city. And also we make sure that uh, if the council, if uh, we elect the councillors of the UTM, they must have regular meetings in our in our communities, interact with uh, the residents of uh, respected wards. And also we are saying that uh, even the Department of Health, we must be able to work closely with them. Uh, the clinics that we have in our wards, make sure that uh, they are clean and also uh, there is uh, enough staff that will uh, assist our communities. Thank you, Mr. Nemeta. And if I might move from manifesto to the UDM's current position on coalition politics. It, it is not a secret that uh, coalitions are here to stay. And also UTM will participate in any coalition as long as uh, uh, our partners will, will, will share the same sentiments in terms of putting the residents uh, first. Because uh, we don't like... We don't like when uh, we discuss politics in a coalition. We're saying that service, service delivery, uh, we must uh, depoliticize it. In the coalition, we, we won't be discussing politics, but we'll be discussing what is called service delivery. So uh, we are willing to work with any party uh, that is going to talk the same language as we are saying and uh, we are not we are saying that uh, uh, in coalition we must do away with uh, a big brother mentality all the political partners or coalition partners must be equal and also must work uh, in a manner whereby uh, no one is going no political party is going to undermine another political party so we are we are keen uh, to, to go to coalition, yeah. That's Mr. Lupola Namete, the UDM's mayoral candidate for Nelson Mandela Bay in the upcoming local government elections. The next party we focus on behind the Herald headlines today is one of the new kids on the block. I think it would be fair to call them the Ubuntu Integrity Movement. They may be new kids on the block in terms of political organisations, but certainly their mayoral candidate is a man very well known in political circles, not just in the Eastern Cape, but nationally and internationally. He joins us this morning, Mkuseli Kusta Jack. Mr. Jack, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Darren. Good morning to your listeners. Ubuntu Integrity Movement... Uh, is a new movement made up of the residents of Nelson Mandela Bay, drawn from all sectors of our society, meaning that we've got people from all races, colored, Indian, African or black people, and white people. And we also are drawn from uh, business, professionals, and all kinds of people, youth and old, etc. And uh, the biggest thing is this, about this coming election. Uh, I found that the level of eloquence and knowing the problems and uh, in some extent, some of the candidates that are there, they also know what ought to be be done. But all of them lack a practical plan of action. That's where AIM comes in. AIM believes, first of all, that you've got to have the characters that are going to run the metro correct first. You can't be the, the residents to be kept in the limbo. Who 
is the DA going to field? Who is the ANC going to field? Because the ANC cannot name its a it's a candidate simply because they say that the people it causes fights amongst them. Therefore, the fight can only happen after the election. <laughs> On the other hand, the DA tells us that uh, we can see they are dithering. They they put up the boards of the uh, mayoral candidate. They took them off and they brought them back again. And you see now they seem to be phasing him out again. So that kind of confusion is what has been bedeviling the administration of these parties of this metro. And we will put an end to that. That is why from day one, we said, here, when you vote, we put Kusta Jack as a person that will run the metro on behalf of all of us, working with a team of committed, dedicated, capable, and credible, honest, and principled men and women drawn from all sectors of our society. Could you pick out a few highlights from your manifesto for us? Our manifesto, first of all, will make sure that the first thing, what you need, you need stability in the council. How are you going to do that if you do not look at the people that are going to participate in the, in the council, that they are people of sober mind, people with impeccable conduct and behavior? Because when you put people, as you heard on the, on the last night, in this, uh, this uh, debate was uh, viewed by young people and so on, when people are going to be public representatives, shout, you are a liar, you are that. What are they teaching our children? So the first thing is that you're going to put uh, good people. That is what we are doing to start with. People who have been really, at least, whose who manners are not going to be questionable. Because once that's, that kind of behavior enters into the council, that is why you have the kind of circus that you saw in the last few years where people are crushing uh, glasses over the heads of people, where you have the mayors uh, driving at night and getting involved in death of people and all those things. That is one thing, okay? So the caliber of the councillors is what we have already made sure that we can take them head head to head. Our councillors are up to it, the majority of them. At least we can guarantee that. Number two, we're going to have a council that is professional, that is working. We're going to see to it that we enforce that, that everybody in, 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 the, in the municipality, I mean, in the municipality is a person who is capable to do the job that is employed to do and is qualified to do it, not have the potential, because we don't have time for that now. We need to rebuild now. We will build people with potential as we go, but at this phase now, we need people with ready to do the job, people who are ready to do the job, okay? And then when it comes to service delivery, we will make sure the service delivery is done and is done quickly and fairly and properly across the metro. There will be no service delivery in certain areas where it is soft and easy, but you are going to be tested by changing the lives of the people in the squatter camps across the metro. Whether it is in Galvindale, whether it's in Gamble, whether it's in Rosedale, everywhere, we must see that you do that. And that is what AIM is bringing on the table as far as that is concerned. When it comes to safety and security, we have a plan. And we will make sure that we formalize the issue of the disaster surrounding the metro police in in this city. And then we will make sure that uh, we, we, we equip them properly, 
we formalize them properly into the labor relations or the setup of the metro, and they have proper reporting structures, and so that there can be accountability and supervision, and we make sure that each and every um, uh, metro police or whatever you call them security are put in the right place to keep the metro safe, to keep the residents of the metro safe, and to protect the property, the property of the, the of the municipality and also that of the citizens and the residents of the metro. I can go on and on about our youth plan, our environmental and uh, our gender and sensitivity, which we have to, uh, uh, to advocate uh, strongly by example, because you need to have all of this to succeed, to go to have a leader that is exemplary. It doesn't help to have well-written documents or manifestos and all that thing. It's not going to help unless we have a good person who exemplifies what he says, what he do, where he stays, where he goes, and that's what aid is bringing to the table. What would you regard as a good result next week in the local government elections, bearing in mind that more traditional parties have cautioned voters against voting for newer, inverted commas, or smaller, in inverted commas, parties? Well, you know, uh, Darren, listening to these uh, uh, traditional (laughs) parties, uh, who are they to speak? Please tell me, who are they to speak? They have destroyed this metro. They have brought shame to the residents of this metro. And for them to expect that reasonable people, I'm not saying intelligent people, I'm saying average person like myself will tolerate the kind of things they are doing. Yes, with the kind of money they run around posting boards in every poll in the city. That is no sign of leadership. Sign of leadership is what is, in, is, is what will be shown by what we can salvage from what these people have done. And I know that. Fortunately, I'm a person who has studied everything from zero base from what they call small. I started small with no bed to sleep, with no clothes, wearing bags or stamp or whatever as my shit, you know? Sure. I started school at the age of 10, you know? I have had a hard life, and that's, that's not an me, okay? You know, it's only a fairy tale. There are many young people who grew up on the farms like me there who know what I'm talking about. They saw me crawling from that to where I am today. You know where I'm staying? I'm staying in Uoma for the last 20 to 27 years. Why? Simply because I'm the man that can do things, especially when I surround myself with the best brains that are available in our society. I am not the one that is going to think these things, to do these things. It's just that what I bring on the table is that a resolute, resolute consistent application of rules and principles and the integrity that I bring in this public life. That is what the metro misses. And these two parties, particularly the two parties, I'm honest with you, 
if I, you were to say to me, Kusta, what do you choose? Vote now for uh, these two. I wouldn't be bothered which one I vote for, ANC or DA. Because now the DA is caught wanting now on an issue of integrity. They are leaders that have been shouting blue to be in his face, to get blue in your face. She disregards integrity when it matters most. The people want to know. She says, no, the people must wait for an investigation. Where do you get that from a public figure? Public figures must be accountable to their society. They can't be technical uh, like uh, like criminals, you know, use uh, technicalities. Criminals in court, that's what they survived with. The, the police didn't find the knife, and therefore the person wasn't killed. That's the behavior of criminals. Politicians don't behave like that. Public figures, public representatives don't behave like that. They take the residents into their confidence and convince them about what actually happened. Now you've got this whole uh, 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 person who has been roaming around, throwing Zuma left and right about hiding behind innocence until proven guilty. Now she tells us about the investigation. I'm telling you, this is the crux of the matter to show that how desperate these big parties are to rule this matter. They even party Nelson Mandela on the 2nd of, of, of November, when we will be left with a mess, they fly out. What they wanted was just the power. We are here. We are going to face issues every difficulty here. Dark, light, uh, uh, no water, and uh, portals, criminals in the streets, all those things we will be left with. And I'm saying this needs the people residing in the metro. You can't call a movement of our that has grown so significantly within a space of a year small. We mean business. And we are going to get things done. Not to dream or make a pipe dream about this getting things done. Yes, we will get things done everywhere and for everyone. Not only for where I am, yes, they get things done. Only here. This is a portion of the Nelson Mandela residence. The entire residence of the metro has to be serviced. Delivery has to reach them. And then you can talk of, I get things done. We've heard many of the traditional political parties saying that a vote for one of the newer parties or smaller parties, in inverted commas, is a wasted vote. We thought we'd catch up with one of the newer parties in the shape and form of the Defenders of the People. And Mr. Dukela Zumani is the mayoral candidate for the Defenders of the People in the upcoming local government elections. He joins us on Behind the Herald Headlines now. Mr. Zumani, if we might start with a brief background on the formation and origin of the Defenders of the People. Good morning, Darren. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so the Defenders of the People was founded across the, the year 2020 through a series of meetings held in Twane by a group of concerned citizens from all over the country who all agreed that if we carry on in the current trajectory, we'd undoubtedly reach a state of civil war. We further agreed that it may not be in our lifetime, it may not be in the lifetime of our children, but come what may, we'll reach that state. And the sad truth is that those who have a lot will lose a lot. Those who have very little will lose their lives. And um, so the defenders of the people were formed to, to avoid that undesirable eventuality. We've seen now 
in the recent activities in KZN and in parts of Gauteng province, that that reality is much closer than what we had originally believed. Uh, most recently, the activity in Durban Road in, in Coston has also uh, showed evidence that that civil war is much closer than what we believe, than what we had initially believed. So it's for those reasons that the DOP was was, was formed. So we started working in in Johannesburg in late 2020. Then we moved to Tswane. Thirdly was Lupelem Gopi in Limpombo. And then fourth, we came to Nelson Mandela Bay in February of 2021. And ever since then, we've been working to prove to the community that, you know, um, what we've been taught to, or what we've been led to believe um, is, is politics, is actually not. Politics is simply about having a plan in place to serve the people and usher in this uh, change that we all want to see and actually having the commitment and the political will to, you know, um, to do it. So that's what we've been doing over the past 10 months. And the main manifesto points from the defenders of the people for the upcoming election? Look, we're working on three pillars. One is administrative excellence. So, you know, the part of the reason why we're seeing potholes and uh, traffic lights off and um, your, you know, the street lights are off is because we have no real administrative, uh, you know, um, uh, excellence. Everything's just haywire. Um, secondly, is good governance, clean governance. Um, we know now that the, the current leading party has going has been going around saying that they've achieved clean orders, but we've done our investigations and we know how they managed to give the impression of a clean audit. So we want actually a real clean governance, not just on paper clean governance. Because if you say a, um, a, a city is under clean governance, then it should be manifested on the ground. And what we're seeing on the ground does not reflect that. And then thirdly is policy innovation. You know, uh, many of the policies that we currently, uh, or that currently uh, are being implemented and currently run how we do things are no longer relevant. So it's our responsibility as, as uh, you know, leaders of society to assess if at all the policies are still relevant, and if not, they must be changed. So everything you see in our, in our in our manifesto will be, you know, centered around those three points. But I think it's also important, Darren, to to you know, be alive to the fact that a manifesto is not something to be celebrated. A manifesto is born out of people's anguish and and heartache and and you know discomfort. So um, I find it very disheartening to see it at the other political parties, particularly those who consider themselves the bigger parties throwing huge bashes and parties and, and um, you know, uh, un, unreasonable displays of opulence when launching their manifesto, whereas it's actually a spit in the face of those people who you claim to be serving. So that's why you see us, you know, actually living it out rather than putting it on, 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 on the media rather than, you know, um, making a, a big celebration of it. We've lived out our manifesto over the past 10 months. The mayoral candidate for the Defenders of the People, Mr. Dukela Zumani. In closing, if we could ask what you would consider to be a good result for your party in the elections next week. Look, we know that the country as a whole is moving into a phase or a stage of coalition government. We are not delusional, um, even though we'd love to have an outright victory, 50% plus one. We know that the current environment is not conducive to such for any political party for that matter. But what we are saying, we want to have a, a comfortable presence in the, in the municipal council so that, you know, um, 
our manifesto can actually be lived out and we have a, a, a strong voice. So we, we, we are, we've always said as far back as our, our, our inception that we are willing to work with any political party, with any organization, with any individual, as long as they align themselves with the self-set mandate of defending the people. Um, so we, we'll, the results will show uh, the people of the Nelson Mandela Bay will make their choice on the 1st of November and, and we'll see what comes out. Joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines now, a political analyst taking a look at next week's local government elections with a focus on Nelson Mandela Bay from the Human Sciences Research Council, Jolene Kotzer. She has quite an impressive title. Jolene, to make sure I don't get it wrong, would you share that with us? Good morning and thank you very much. Uh, yes, I'm a ch- Chief Research Specialist in Democracy and Citizenship uh, within the Developmental Capable and Ethical State Research Program at the HSRC. You've been keeping a close eye on developments ahead of next week's local government elections. What do you make of Nelson Mandela Bay, Jolene? You know, I, I've been um, really following the election narrative and the election debate and especially, of course, you had the, the Battle of the Bay last night. Uh, within Nelson Mandela Bay and kind of your political parties coming out, I think with very much the normal type of rhetoric around, um, you know, questions of economic development, the water shortage, the electricity crisis, um, and so forth. But I'm wondering, you know, is that really enough to use that usual um, rhetoric, so to speak? Because if you look at our research, most notably the 2019-2020 social uh, attitude survey that we run every single year, um, we asked people who they had voted for in the last municipal election, which was held in in 2016. Um, And roughly around 41% said, you know, I voted for the ANC, around... um, Uh, 14% said I voted for the DA and around 3% said I voted for the EFF. And then your smaller parties were only able to capture around, you know, between 1% and 2% of that uh, voting slice of people's self-reported intention for party to vote. What do you expect from Nelson Mandela Bay's electorate next week? Well, again, you know, if I I look at the data, um, one of the questions we do ask is if there were an election tomorrow, for which party would you vote? And it is quite interesting because approximately 39% of respondents said, well, I would go and vote for the ANC, which of course is a a percentage drop um, from the last municipal election to the election coming up. Um, 14% of of, uh, respondents indicate DA, which is roughly the same, and around 5% indicated I would go and vote for the EFF, um, which is a slight increase then for the EFF from the last municipal election voter intention. And again, your smaller parties are not really able um, to almost capture other votes because they're still kind of hovering around the 1% to 2% um, possibility of, of getting a vote or a voter slice, so to speak. So I think what we, a possible very realistic scenario is that we are again going to sit with coalitions, um, which will bring forth some very critical conversations that will need to happen between political parties at a local level. 
Some of the main issues being highlighted in the selection campaign, Jolene, appear to be service delivery and safety and security. Yeah, I mean, you know, those those are very, very critical issues. And, you know, you, we look at the, the basics. So um, I'm going to use a very, very uh, a specific example to kind of illustrate, because I think, you know, political parties going out to contest are not really innovative um, in, in their thinking about what some of the practical things is that they can do. So last night's debate, for example, around the Battle of the Bay, there was quite a strong focus on questions of human dignity. And we have a situation, for example, where people queue at post offices to go and collect social grants, but they do not have access to any ablution facilities. Um, which means they have to relieve themselves in public. And that, of course, impacts on human dignity. So, you know, we speak of the broader issues around safety and security, gangsterism, economic development, uh, job creation, of course, is a, is a critical one. But I think at the lower level, if somebody contesting a ward is very creative in their thinking, they might identify smaller problems like that and perhaps do something about it which in turn could get the electorate in a specific war to go, oh, wait, we had this problem. This uh, party's representative sorted it out. Maybe they can sort out the other bigger issues for us. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.